All right, uh, welcome back to another episode of Take Foul. Um, it is the beginning of October here. Uh, media days have, uh, I think they've all wrapped up at this point. Um, yes, the Wolves and the Mavericks are in Abu Dhabi, uh, alhamdulillah. And <laughs> the, 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 it is time uh, to talk about the big trades of the offseason. Um, it's been coming for a while, okay? And we thought it was going to be Miami the whole time, but Damian Lillard was traded to the Milwaukee Bucks, all right? And if we just go through... Uh, can we pause and talk about Miami's reaction to it first before sure. we get into the? We can start like, with Miami. They are being fucking little pussies, little bitches about not getting what they want. Like, what are we doing? Like, I, I've <laughs> I've been on Miami's side for most of this stuff, but like, but like, it's just like they're just crying about not not getting what they want and I wouldn't buy if I was a blazer I would have been that would have been the last place I would have wanted to trade him to yeah like, I mean fuck them like accusing uh, the, the bucks of tampering like yeah, <laughs> yeah for the for the record there's no such thing as tampering it's all just trade negotiations like yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, you know that's just all that it is um yeah I, I dude like so many heat media people on Twitter just talking about back off. Like, this is a done deal. It's only a matter of time. So-called insiders. Every, every other fucking yeah. month, just, oh, the Damian Lillard trade is only a matter of time. Like, it's going to be happening in the next, you know, couple weeks or whatever. And, uh, yeah, they struck out on Dame. Like I, I did. Did you guys read the Chris Haynes piece at all? No, no. So this was sort of like a behind the scene. You know how Chris Haynes is like the Damian Lillard guy, um, and he basically just has like a rep with him and talks to Damian Lillard directly a decent amount. Um, and I, it sounds like. Joe Cronin, the Blazers GM, totally iced out Dame, and uh, I did see that. Yeah, yeah, and then you know after the whole like his agent going around and telling people and you know like don't trade for him because he will not report to training camp, which I never believed. Um, But basically, uh, like after a few months, that. Dame was not traded to Miami. Damian Lillard was like, uh, maybe I could just go back to to Portland. Oh, I saw. I did yeah, saw this that. was yeah. the big headline yeah. out yeah. of this article. Okay. Yeah, yeah. Um, and Cronin's like, hell no! Like, <laughs> you are out. Yeah. <laughs> um, absolutely. Yeah, and I just think, I don't know. The there's, it's like, and then. Go ahead. Like Tyler Heroes out here tweeting about it. Like you would have, you would have gotten shipped to Portland. Like you were going yeah. to be a fucking trailblazer if this happened. That was like, so I, weird. Yeah. What was what was Tyler Hero saying? He just like quote tweeted Jimmy's thing and was like, "Take note" or something like that. Yeah, <laughs> like, like, what are you talking about? You should be thrilled. Yeah, he would have been. Yeah, I don't know. Like that's the only way that would have worked, right? Yeah, yeah. That's I mean, true. he would have had definitely had to be. Up in, up in Oregon. Yeah, and then um, after the trade, the Heat gave a call to the Trailblazers again after being iced out all summer and then yeah. got absolutely boxed out again on Drew Holiday um, and, you know, pissed off again about it. And, like, I don't know, you know, I think... It, it, is it a, a good question to ask, like, hold on... You know, 
did Joe Cronin really listen to the the Heat's best offer or something? And I and I think I heard that he the initial ask was for Bam, um, which is a little ridiculous, you know. But like, I, I still the the Heat's best offer I don't think could have beaten what they the Trailblazers got. No, they would have had to be like end. creative with like several or one other team. Yeah, I think I think they the Blazers definitely did better than what I was kind of anticipating. Like considering everything that was going on and the the kind of dialogue around Dame refusing to go anywhere outside of Miami, I was like, well, they're gonna get absolutely fucked, and they didn't get fucked. I thought they. Yeah, because we'll get into that in a second. But. Yeah, I think that the um, just to touch on this again, I think there's just a, a a narrative that was built from this article, which was clearly you know. This is what journalists do uh, that cover the NBA that like get these inside scoops is they like write these sympathetic articles and you know I'm not gonna say he's a mouthpiece and it's good reporting but it's also like it's clearly making Joe Cronin look like a bad guy yeah and and making like yeah and Dame look like a victim when he you know Cronin literally placed him with a team where he has probably the greatest chance to win a, a championship like in the nba oh yeah, yeah okay yeah, yeah. And, and yeah i mean like, if i'm game i mean that's what i think that's other than having to live in milwaukee uh i think that's fucking great <laughs> like other than having yeah. to be in milwaukee with miami i think that's a great spot for him <laughs> yeah and 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 cronin has a responsibility to the organization he has a responsibility to the team um and and he has a responsibility to the city and like i don't know if there's any blazers fans that are out there being like oh like we didn't do right by dame it's like okay you gave him a, a super max extension he's making 60 million dollars in 2027 okay like i don't know i i think there is a point where the, the Cronin, you know, probably could have moved off a few different assets a little sooner and built like gone really all in on a contending team around Damian Lillard. And I think this was a, a, a purposeful middling in which like he sort of got Dame to say that he wanted out. But like, I don't know, props, fair, fair play to him, as they say. Yeah, and I think like both the Bucks are winners, and I think the Trailblazers are winners. Obviously, the Heat are losers in the situation, uh, mostly because of the way they reacted. I think that's what making them the biggest losers. Like they're just being crybabies about it. But I guess they're running back a bunch of scrubs. But yeah. yeah, I mean, I don't know. They're they still have like their core ish, um, and they could like get to the second round i you know i think the eastern conference final is pretty pretty set pretty set at this point <laughs> yeah um bulls bull sixers obviously oh yes seven. exactly yeah. what we were thinking mm-hmm. yeah the two jimmy butler teams that he allegedly was on um, yeah and then another team and skip that team yeah I saw um, that. I saw that before you quoted that. I'm like, oh, this you were. This is gonna be. You're gonna make oh yeah, so fuel bad. to the fire, baby. Come on, yeah. come on. He hasn't forgotten. We haven't forgotten. Yeah. Uh, so grades. What do you guys? Uh, what do you guys give the Bucks and the uh, Blazers in this situation? Should we start with uh, Milwaukee then? Ike, what's your what's your Milwaukee grade? Gave him an A minus. Um, I would have given him an A or an A plus, but they traded away first rounders in twenty twenty nine, and then did swaps in twenty eight and thirty, which is like Giannis is gonna be like mid thirties, and also probably on the Lakers. Um, I get it though. You know, it makes sense. You have to try to do everything to try and keep him and win now so a minus is fine i understand mike uh i'll give him a b i would give him kind of like a b plus for the same rhythm like it, it better work like then like that's the thing like it, it's either like it it's got to work or else there's not in a great spot 
and it is going to be hard i think like with how good the celtics i assume are going to be like it's still going to be a challenge like it by no means is it is, it, is it the finals going to be a, like getting to the finals going to be a cakewalk for them i think it's still going to be a, t- a tough road so like i think it better work or else there it's it might not be great um yeah i was tempted to give him a a minus uh just because i like some of the stuff i don't really see a problem with the swaps um that's like the swaps are like you just get the better of the two picks right yeah Um, yeah so i mean in theory that that could be i guess i I was listening to, to something the other day where uh they were sort of going through all the swaps um, and I guess a lot of these swaps don't really, you know, pan out the way you'd think they would a lot of times. Um, yeah, I think that a lot of the time, though, that's because, like, you, it's usually really good teams doing that. But this is, like, six years away. Like, yeah, six they're or good seven swaps. Years away. They're friendly swaps like, those are Blazers. For it's, sure. it's that down the, it's that far down the line? It's 20, 28, and 2030. Correct. So what grade are these kids in right now? <laughs> are, these, are these seventh graders? <laughs> Some children. Um, I think uh, I, I gave Milwaukee an eight, and um, I because like I think immediately after and then in the aftermath a little bit as well. I think there's just like been a lot of concerns about Milwaukee's perimeter defense that I think have been pretty overblown in my opinion um like oh you're losing like the best point of attack defender in the league yeah you know that's true you know um we also saw Drew Holiday get absolutely torched by Jimmy Butler and we saw like I, I just think that the backbone of that team is Giannis and Brooke Lopez and like even Portis um and like sure you know like some of the, the the larger wings are going to hurt you like the the Tatum's and like the Durants and stuff and but like I don't know if they're gonna hurt you no matter what yeah I think they're gonna hurt you no matter what and I think that like it's it's a it's more of a team picture thing and sure maybe Dame will get a little hunted but Dame has never had these the caliber of defenders to back him up in the back, I think. Um, t- wait, so are you are you taking into the Drew Holiday part into account too, or are you just doing the Willard part? Well, we haven't graded well, the Blazers. Well, it's 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 uh, it's how the the, the grade is. Out. Yeah, the yeah. grade is how the Bucks came out of this trade and how they started. So, no, yeah, guess. you take like, into consideration it's, it's everything they gave really. away too, but yeah, okay. of course. Okay. <clears throat> Um, and then Ike, you touched on a little bit, but the, the Giannis staying thing. And I, you know, I think the comments and the concerns around the comments were a little bit overblown of his like New York times interview where he's like, if they're not building a contender around me, like if we're not all in on winning, then like I'm out of here. Uh, I'm paraphrasing, but it was essentially the gist, and I, th- I think that like if they were actually concerned about that, then they've done great. They did everything they can. Yeah, <laughs> they really absolutely. Did. So yeah. uh, that's you got, what you're supposed you go to do. Yeah, that's what you're supposed to do when you have like a top three player in the NBA, and uh, is trade away your future for the now, and that's what they're doing, and. Uh, uh, good on them. All right, uh, let's go to the uh, Trailblazers. Um, I <laughs> who's doing laundry? Mike. Mike. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever. Let's go reverse order. I'll go first. I can hey. stop. <laughs> Um, I I gave Portland an A plus. He just left. Oh, man, A plus. Huh? I gave Portland. I'm just uh, turning off my laundry machine. 
Okay, okay. <laughs> I gave no. Portland an A plus. Um, I think considering the the constraint of the market that was put on them at the very beginning of before they even started negotiations, the and like just so much pressure. Um, I like DeAndre Ayton getting out of Phoenix uh, to that team. Um, like, I think that, you know, are there legitimate concerns about DeAndre Ayton? Absolutely. But all that doesn't matter for at least another four years, you know. And he can just, like, maybe he can get some confidence or sort of change as a as a person. I, I don't think that's, you know... Brooke Lopez used to get the the soft label a lot back in the day. Like, he used to not be able to rebound and not really play defense, but he radically changed as a player. I don't think people are really calling Brooke Lopez soft anymore. Uh, not saying that's going to happen, but at least now there's a chance um, it will outside of Phoenix. Um, the Drew Holiday to... Uh, Brogdon picks and uh, Time Lord excellent Uh, more pieces they can swap and then of course Tumani Kamara yeah (laughs) the the date man Um, so yeah I don't know I I thought they did great uh even taking apart, like, you know, away from all the other rumors and stuff, just on the surface, great job. Got it. Uh, Mike? Me? Um, yeah, I would do, like, you gave him an A+, right? Yeah, I think they did, I would give him an A. I think they did the best they could in a situation that was kind of, that a lot of teams kind of falter in often. I feel like it's a really hard hard situation to kind of maneuver as like the team that's kind of being pushed to sell. Um, I think when, it's just like when you get when you're getting bad when take, you're getting dra- <laughs> bad take. Jesus <laughs> Christ! Uh, like the draft picks piece, I always feel like is always kind of hit or miss. You know, it's like uh, they have they they're getting a, a draft pick from the Warriors in twenty. 2024. Next year. Uh, 2020 next year. And then, yeah. like, one way down the line from the Celtics, like... Two right? swaps. Uh, or, no, yeah, one 2029. From the Celtics? First from the Celtics. Yeah. It's like, those picks, like, the idea is fun, but again, like, drafting in the NBA is one of the hardest things, really, to do out there. Uh, but, I don't know, I feel like, considering their situation, <laughs> what? What does that mean? Well, I mean, Mike, you, you don't think this, is what, this is what you you're supposed to do. Easy? No, I, no, I'm not saying it's bad. I'm not saying I'm saying I'm saying I agree. I'm thinking it's like you you have to try to build like you. Ha- I do. But again, it's still like a hard it's thing just to do. It's a really it's general like, statement. I don't think it's a wrong one. Like, I don't know. Like, it's like you get these picks, but like you still like that's not it's not the end all be all. Like, it's not over once you get the picks. You still got to like do something with like make the right decisions at the like with the picks, you know? Like it's like it's fun to collect picks, right? And then it's just what you really do with them. You know, it's like there's teams that have done well with that, and there are teams who don't do well with that. Um, you know, it's like yes, yeah, but it is tools. like the best way. It's the best type of asset you can have as a bad team because you can either once you get like a great play, like it's the best. I know, but these these aren't going to be like good picks. Like these aren't going to be like you have no idea. This is seven years from now. I imagine next year's Warriors picks not going to be 2029-2030. Next year's Warriors pick is not going to be. I assume it's not going to be a very pick. high, very high pick. Maybe. Uh, the Celtics. We'll see, well, hey, we'll see, man. Warriors downfall. I will be there no matter what. Chris Paul might be that. Well, that's what I. That was my. What I was trying to say. It's not like I'm not saying I'm not. I don't see these picks as being like t- like lottery picks. You know. It's not your kind of disregarding the work that first responders do is all it's my problem what what what, what? it's just like there's a lot harder stuff to do than draft nba players mike 
just yeah like, i guess you know yeah uh it's like yeah. oh no oh, come on yeah mike the front line mike let's <laughs> let's let's be a little considerate here all, right. all they trying. do is dribble the basketball my fault <laughs> all they do is yeah. draft people who dribble the basketball yeah um all, right. all i was saying is like picks are picks are fun but i still don't like it, it's still kind of like a I don't know. I, I have a hard time like grading like how how well people do with just like collecting picks sometimes is what all I'm trying to say. But would, I thought would, they didn't. I mean, uh, there's not really a alternative path. I'm not saying there is. Picks. All I'm saying is like, yeah, you like that's what you have to do. I get that's what you have to do, but I'm saying it's it's I have a hard time being like, oh, now they just that's a steal. They got all these picks. All right. Uh, all I'm saying. I thought they did a good job. Jesus Christ. I don't know. Little strange not... analysis there. Let's go to Ike. Yeah. <laughs> what is strange about that? What is strange <laughs> about Misa saying? Like, how is that strange? Responders, man. Right. <laughs> like, what is weird about me being like, oh yeah, they still have to like actually go out right, and make Mike. the picks. It's not like end Mike, Mike, you're just confused because I gave them a B plus. Mm. So you're saying they did worse than me? What yeah. Are you so such different reasons so when you get like a the guy who you're planning to build your franchise around like as a young man i like value surrounding him with veterans solid winners not bozos and what the portland trailblazers did in this trade is collect a top five bozo in the league (laughs) (laughs) i mean i respected honestly all the work they did get done with the picks. DeAndre Ayton, honestly, if you can move him for another three picks, that'd be incredible business. Malcolm Brogdon probably will get moved for some more picks. It'd be funny if they just like iced the heat out of that one too. Just like wouldn't let him trade for Brogdon. Brogdon probably Brogdon for Hero. <laughs> That's the only option. Um, DeAndre Dominating. That's pathetic that he's back on that train. Okay, you guys saw his reminder, tattoo. And just a reminder, he was he was picked what in his draft? One one overall. He went first overall. So it's yeah. kinda hard hard to draft in the no, yeah, fuck it. Give up all your yeah. first overall picks. Fuck it. Let's trade them. Trade them for mid players like Peyton Pritchard and fucking whoever Mike likes. Uh Culture, 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 like no bozos. That's why it's a B plus. Can't have him around Scoop. You don't think Chauncey's gonna be able to figure this out? No. No. Yeah, I guess he's still the coach, huh? Yeah, I, I forgot about that. Probably need a new got, got kind of a year <laughs> off last year. Yeah. I, honestly, they'll probably keep him around this year too. Maybe yeah. next year. <laughs> I do feel bad. I do feel a little bad for like the rebuilding era coaches where they just eat all you the just, losses and then get sacked. Yeah. You just get like diminished as like. I don't know. I don't feel like, bad for Chauncey Billups. No, no, I don't feel bad for Chauncey Billups. I'm saying in general. Like, Mike feels bad for the GM happens. who has one of the hardest jobs on earth. Oh my God. <laughs> oh my God. I said it's hard to draft in the NBA for some reason. That's a crazy analysis. I'm sorry. I guess it's an easy. There's a lot of tough jobs out there, Mike. Um, okay. Let's talk about Phoenix now. Um, Mike, I'll, I'll go to you first. Um, I mean, they figured out their Aiden, Aiden situation. You know, like they got like. I don't know. Like, what's I don't think what though? Do they get better from this? Really? Do you think? Like, I no, think they maybe get worse. What's your grade? Yeah. Oh, probably like a B minus, C plus. Hmm. Like, I don't think I I like DeAndre, and I think that he got uh things got a little bit tough. Uh, but I feel like he could have really been a good member of that team. Uh, I think not like, a whole lot of resilience in him. Um. Yeah, he might not be the most mentally. Did you see him complaining there. in his first press conference about how the Suns didn't want him to be there, and he's glad to finally be somewhere he's wanted? That's fair. That's that's that is more than fair. I think that's yeah, very fine. fair. Yeah, he no. gets to be somewhere. That Drafting him first there. overall, they definitely didn't want him. Well, I mean, if you remember, uh, they didn't extend him. Okay, and then the Pacers gave him a max. 
and then he, he because he was an unrestricted free agent, the Suns reluctantly were like, okay, I guess oh, so we'll, they had to I match guess it. we'll match uh, it. Um, yeah. But the whole thing was they didn't give him the the designated rookie extension. No, they obviously, which did. is a you know a little bit pretty significantly more than what he made or is making now. But still, I don't know. It's still it's still obscene like, of money. <laughs> move move on. Also, like so with the money uh, situation there, uh, I don't really know. does that all. So Portland. They, they, they don't have to pay him at all. Like, it all goes to Portland. It all is, like... John Aiden's contract goes to Portland, yes. All that goes to Portland? Okay. Yeah, uh, then I guess, like, it, that's Nurkic a lot of money is on, like, 15 a year. So that's... Yeah. That's a lot less. Like, I I don't know if they necessarily got better. I think Nurkic is good, but I don't... Th- I, I think that DeAndre Aiden's probably better. I think he's better at basketball. Uh, so I don't think they got necessarily a better as a team. I think they're still going to be a very good team, obviously. But like I don't like I would. That's why I give them like a B minus. I don't know. But what I feel like you. What do you guys think? You guys gonna be like I'm fucking crazy all the time. Uh, I gave Phoenix a D. <laughs> okay, so there we go. <laughs> I think that uh, Nurkic is uh, pretty much. He was like unplayable last year. Like he was like. One of the worst Not centers, good. you know, probably the worst starting center in the league, maybe. No, like, I, no, no, come on. What was it? What did he? What did <laughs> the year before last year? What did he have? What did he? It doesn't matter what he had the year before last year. I'm talking about last year. Last year, he hurt he was, for like who was the starting sure, center? He had like a nagging ankle thing. Yeah, he was. He was hurt. Vucevic is miles better than Nurkic. <laughs> Like and and are we sure? Look, they're both starting center for the Washington Wizards. I give me Daniel Gafford. (laughs) No, give me Dan. I'm so serious. Give me Daniel Gafford over Yusuf Nurkic. That man is immobile. Have you seen him try to guard a pick and roll? That man is immobile. He has cannot move laterally. He's getting old. Like he's he's you know he's a larger gentleman. Okay. Like it's a beast, and and I th- that was a, another hilarious thing from Suns fans. Was, they're like, oh yeah, like he's gonna fucking stop Jokic because he's <laughs> yeah. heavy. It's like okay, did you see Hoko this man try to defend anything last year? Like, get oh. them ten and ten for sure, no doubt. Yeah, I mean, you know, at, like what else would he have? To it's do not the that? worst thing in 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 the world but uh i also think like i don't know all i all i can picture when i think of grayson allen is him during a doing a euro oh. step as the time runs out grayson allen is euro stepping he's still out there <laughs> like uh fucking you know that guy sucks he's yeah that guy like sucks. i don't he's he's a rotation player but like does he move the needle at all i don't, I don't know if he moves the needle that much no. over a minimum guy seriously and then no. um especially Nasir the minimum little, guys that the suns get nasir little was a rotation player on one of the worst teams in the nba and it's like is is this depth you know is is it depth Mm-mm. um and their starting center got worse like no matter what and then I, I was um I can't remember who I was listening to, but it's like Frank Vogel has a great track record with centers. He like coached Dwight Howard on the Lakers. He like essentially <laughs> <Lakers>. invented the, <laughs> I don't know if that's challenge. <laughs> no, when they won. When they won. Like but he, still, what he wasn't like <laughs> he was essential to that team. Yeah, but I don't Come think on. anyone would say he's one of the great centers at that point. He was like, wait, so we're talking, we're, Dwight Howard was we're talking about the bubble, right? We're talking the, about yeah, yes, dude. yeah. So anytime saying, he was oh, on the Lakers, look, I'm just saying, like <laughs> there, and then like Roy Hibbert as well. This is I'm you know mostly talking about defensively. The, those those Indiana Pacer teams, he essentially invented the whole like verticality thing. Okay, like but defensively, Dwight Howard he got, a great defender. Look. I'm just saying Dwight Howard was he washed. Fit. He has a good track record with coaching centers. That's all I'm going to say. Like, 
he rejuvenated Dwight Howard's career for one last time. Okay, and who was That's, next to Dwight Howard out there again? Who was yeah. playing on, on that team? Yeah, uh. well, the last time Anthony Davis played four <laughs> because there has not been a reliable five next to him. And, well, and, and you know he's just better at the five. Yeah, but you know everyone thinks that except for him. So. But yeah, uh, yeah, I don't know. I like if they could have just figured it out organizationally. I think it's just a mismanagement of an asset and um, bad. But it doesn't matter. How much does it actually matter, though? Whatever, bro. They just gave uh, Damian Lillard to Milwaukee. That's the other thing. That's in the East. They don't care about the East. (laughs) Worry about the East. I'm saying it's like if you you gotta go through that if you want to win the championship. (laughs) It's a good ass team. It's true. It is. There's good ass teams in the West though too. Catalysts. Um. All right. Ike. Ike. Me. Yeah, Phoenix. I gave him a C. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think you could have done a lot better with DeAndre than this. I oh, guess you're talking about he's a bozo. He is. <laughs> but this Top is rubbish. I mean, <laughs> yeah, so I literally <laughs> wrote this down. They got a bozo out, got the biggest cunt in the league back. So, like, <laughs> what are you gonna do? Is that Nurkic I mean, or Grayson was... Allen? Oh, Grayson Allen. Allen. It's Grayson Allen. Allen. Yeah, yeah I forgot about his. Yeah, yeah. Sorry. Oh, his big uh, thing. Well, no. Well, I mean, Grayson Allen. Literally, everyone thinks he's that. a bad person. He is a it started genuinely bad person. Um, yeah, I don't know. They just literally got nothing valuable back, really. Like Nurkic, as much as I defended him, is like a below-average starting center for like a bad team. But and, like, they did. They did clear out a big issue they had. Like I think that that Eaton stuff was a big kind of problem. It's also a salary dump, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, it maybe can help them get, like, another guy, but they're, like, I feel like their salary is still probably too much. (laughs) Oh, yeah, they're comfortably a second apron team, yeah. Yeah, so it's, like, you cleared some, but, like, you're saving the owner money at that point. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it's, like, you got nothing valuable for a guy (laughs) on, like, a max contract. Quick, uh, quick aside. Also, there's a new rule in the CBA that teams that are through the second apron, um, and this rule is going to be. It wasn't implemented um, this past off season, but it will be next year. And it's that you can't, as as a second apron team, you can't aggregate salaries like they did. Yeah. Like. Is it like, it's like what I think the I think is like draft picks, or is it just n- no? You just can't. It'll get oh, like, it'll, like, it'll yeah. just get like vetoed yeah. by the league. Like, He's not allowed to have that team. Like you have to get rid of people or what? So so I think the the way it works, I believe, is that you can't combine people's salaries to go like essentially what. The Celtics did to get Drew Holiday. They combined. They, they, you know, there's a salary matching rule. So yeah. Brogdon and Robert Williams' salary was within 110 percent of Drew Holiday's salary, right? But next year, the Celtics could not make that move. Because, oh, in trades, you're saying, yeah, 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 because they can't send the out rule. aggregated salaries. Oh. Um, but so now, yeah, so now Phoenix has like. I feel like that's few, just gonna make it. Like just even more draft pick heavy now, because like that's either you're trading like someone who makes just as much money for DeAndre Ayton, or like yeah, draft well, picks. Well, they just are sort of locked in. Is the reality to, to, to the player? Roster. How the fuck did Frank Vogel get that job? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Like, Would you want right? to get it? <laughs> I, don't, I feel like I, I feel like Monty was better than it. I think he's a better oh, coach than on. Frank Vogel. Like I don't know. I feel like you're not like they're not moving forward. I feel like that's a like step backwards in like coaching. Yeah, I didn't like the firing at all when it happened. I don't know. I don't think Frank Vogel's a bad coach, but I put think George Carl in there, folks. 
Put Dan Tony back in there. Oh, Dan Tony back in there. Yes, Dan Tony. George Carl's got to chill on Twitter. Dude, yeah. Dan Tony would be like, Nurkic, you are not playing a second, bro. We are putting Yuta Watanabe in and we're playing five out. Yeah, honestly, this would be a good Dan Tony team. That would be elite. Um, Okay, so let's talk about the Celtics. Uh, Ike, we'll start with you. What would you give the Celtics? Uh, what? A minus. I just uh, I appreciate the idea of just trying to win. I don't like. I think Drew Holiday just makes you, when you're like this good of a team already, and you're just trying to do everything you can to become a better team and i don't think drew holiday really disrupts anything i think he just adds to it i think that's just a really good move yeah i agree i give him like an a a plus i think that they are i think they've gotten way better over the offseason not just like this move but like in general and this just kind of helps solidify them um as i think the best team in the east i don't think many people would disagree i think like getting drew holidays is a big piece and i think that that will cause fix a lot of issues like jimmy i don't i think that he'll be able to guard jimmy you don't need a who's guarding jimmy in the with the grant williams who's getting abused yeah, they had a little bit of grant williams they had a little bit of they're not gonna have to worry about that this year they're, they're not going into the season <laughs> thinking about who's gonna guard jimmy butler all right <laughs> let's move on from that um Mike, so you you said A A plus? Yeah, I think it's fantastic. Yeah, I'm I'm toggling between a uh A minus and a B plus on this one. I think I I agree with you that they are the best team in the East. Um, and this I think it was the right move to do. Um, in general, uh, I am a little bit worried about their. I was already worried about their front court, um, just injury wise, like coming into this season with Porzingis, who you know did play sixty five games last year, and I and I actually think he's going to be really good for them, uh, but has a history of injury. Horford, who's like fifty years old, and then like Robert Williams, who also has just been completely injured like every single it, year get, but he's in he's in uh he got traded yeah. no I was he's saying, he's like, i'm saying season. even before this trade i was oh, okay. worried about their front row depth and now it's like we're we're relying on that old corn cornet contest baby <laughs> the eclipse yeah. um <laughs> <laughs> <Get 'em up. laughs> and so like it's a little uh, other than that, you know, their top six is like so unbelievably good. Um, yeah. And I think trading away Robert boys. Williams, I feel like maybe should ease some concerns about the injuries of the front court. You know, I mean, obviously. That's good. Yeah. Didn't he play like. No, that's what I'm saying. Half like the year, the past year. Them, yeah. All three of them are just like super injury prone. Um, and now you're down to two injury prone players. Um, I like Nemius Keita for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a little, <laughs> little shout there. Yeah. Watch out for yep. Nemius Keita. Okay. I like him. All right. <laughs> I don't know if you guys are. Tumani Kamara. No, no, no. Nemius Keita. <laughs> no, yeah. I'm writing him down right next to Tumani. Okay. Write him down. Useless trade So, So, I think, you know, listening to what you guys are saying, I think, I think I'll go with the A minus. So, uh, overall, they lost uh, a Warriors draft pick, a draft pick from them in 2029, Brogdon uh, Williams. Correct. Yeah. And that's it, right? Yep. Well, and the 2030 pick. No, or no. Wait, they lost the 2029. 2029 unprotected, 2024 first round pick. Yeah. Robert Williams and Malcolm Brogdon. That's the trick. I think it's pretty worth it. I don't yeah. know. I think it's it, it it's really Absolutely. worth it. Yeah. Um, How old Drew Holiday? Oh, and the stuff about the Boston fans. 
uh, being racist and hating him the minute he fucks up is is super funny on Twitter. I saw the I didn't that realize how sweet. dark that Negro was. <laughs> to be fair, that came from a black dude. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I know. The guy responded, he's like, fucking hell. <laughs> Alright. Uh, Just something oh, to keep okay. your eye out. So, before we go into our next segment, I want to ask you guys a question. Do you have an ad? <laughs> we do not have an ad we're open to sponsorships <laughs> hit me up at takefile at gmail.com um, look if you are Milwaukee right and somehow in the crystal ball you knew that Drew Holiday was going to end up in Boston would you still make this trade yeah uh yeah i think he kind of i think okay I, why yeah. well mm. yeah i think you're just mac you're doing everything you can to show Giannis that you're trying to be the best team right now and that you are literally trying to be the best team right now yeah i feel like you have to but you're not happy about it you're not happy that he i mean it's unfortunate but like what what are you gonna do once you trade a guy you can't like yeah that's um, Miami behavior. Well, what if it just comes back and he just and they meet when they meet in the Eastern Conference Finals and he just goes? It'll be nuts. a narrative. It'll be a narrative. It's going to be Yeah, Eastern Conference Finals is going to hit like crack. <laughs> <laughs> Can't wait. Anyway, uh, <laughs> I, 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 I finals preview next episode. <laughs> I would uh I would do it as well. I think that it actually raises the buck ceiling uh pretty drastically. Um mm-hmm. I think I think there's been a lot of talk of oh like you guys are just automatically saying the bucks are better because of the the name brand that Dame Lillard brings. Like I don't know how much better that they're going to be. They're going to be a lot better. He had like his best like, offensive season ever last year. Like yeah, obviously, like he's poised. Okay. No more excuses though. No more excuses. Come out of Milwaukee. It's... Oh, out of Milwaukee. <laughs> out of Milwaukee. Out of Milwaukee. Yeah. You, no. You were for game? the guy who hadn't won a ring. Yeah. No. No. All right. Uh, quick, quick break, and then. Let's do a top five duos going into next season, yeah. and hopefully we'll keep it under an hour. Okay, so now we're going to do our, because of the mix-ups and the best players um, in the NBA, we're going to do our top five duos uh, going into next season. Um, just quick note on the way I was thinking about this is yeah. – uh, you know, if there's two really great players, I think I'm still going to go with the two that complement each other better. Uh, just because, you know, I'm not saying you guys needed to do it the way Are I thought about it. Are you disregarding the entire rest of the team as well? No. I think I think these are the, no. the, the best two, like, players within their team and how it works, like... For this is just the way I thought about it. This is this isn't like me. Can you give us about an example? Who would win. Uh, uh, that's not on your list. Can you give us an example? It's not on your list. Like, are you okay, saying like? Yeah, sure. So, uh, Darren Fox and like Demontis Sabonis, I oh, think complement each other uh, better than like Trey Young and. Uh, fucking what's his face DeJounte Murray um and you know and like maybe you think like Trey Young is better than whoever but like for me because those two play so well together they are over that so that's you know this is just sort of how I'm thinking about it um and you'll sort of see that in my list as well I think but uh, Mike, who's your number five? Um, my five is actually De'Aaron Fox and Demontis Bonus. Okay, um, I put love a it. spark back in Sacramento. Wow, uh, 
Light yeah, the beam. I don't know. I think, yeah, I was never super high on De'Aaron Fox uh, prior to this season. I just thought he was really fast, which is kind of fun. But, like, I thought that was kind of the end-all, be-all. But, like, I had to show her some at Sacramento some respect after I said some rude things about their head coach last <laughs> offseason. Uh, hand up, unfair. Um, and he was right. Uh, they were exciting, and it was really led by Fox and Sabanis. When they were playing together, Fox had his best stats. Like, when they were on the court together, he had his highest efficiency. Um, in games where they started together, he had his highest points per game, rebounds, and assists. I think that he they play well together, and they they fit that mold, and they brought the, brought, brought, brought the beam back to Sacramento. Yeah, me at the ground zero on <laughs> Light the beam. I okay. Uh, I, I, th- I feel like we're all gonna have like pretty repeating teams. Do we want to just all do our teams at once? Well, no, we can just say we'll, that we'll, we'll, we'll repeat, but that's okay. We can talk about it. Yeah. All right. I've got the Grizzlies fifth wow. with Ja and Jaron Jackson. I just feel like two like certified like stars that like complement each other i had the kings right below them because the kings have accomplished less and i don't know so you're saying more teams but rather than no i think those two are better those two are both talent more talented okay but you're still thinking about the the duo themselves not like like yeah yeah like those yeah i think ja alone has accomplished more. Jaron Jackson Jr. has accomplished more. Yeah. I don't know. I think Jaws just like his potential is and his current state is way better than De'Aaron Fox. And his current state is just suspended. Current state? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's his form. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> his current... De'Aaron Fox versus suspended Jaws. No. Uh, yeah, I'm giving those two. <laughs> Okay. Um, Fox and Sabonis were actually ninth on my list. Um, mm-hmm. the, this guy the, hates Sacramento. I think the Kings are due a little bit for selling this year. Yeah, you know, selling high. I'm mad on another episode. Number five, um, LeBron and AD. Ooh. Okay, they won a championship. Um, you know, it's a playing crew have uh lebron is older and ad you know he i thought he looked like the most dominant defensive player in the playoffs last year um like that's you know his offense came and went but like defensively he was superb um and that's why they're number five um, they're actually my number four, so that kind of okay. kind of links in pretty well. Uh, I I tried I tried my best to keep that man off my list. I really did. I really did try, um, but it wouldn't have been authentic. It's hard. Like I think they obviously the the finish lines in the uh, in the uh, hindsight or not in the uh, foresight here, but I think one more year leading into the season, it's hard to say they're not top five. What? Nothing. What? Oh, like... <laughs> so self-conscious. Yeah. yeah, I mean, shit choice, but yeah, good. All right, playing team. Good Where playoff. Do you have LeBron AD, team. Eight. He doesn't. Eight. Yeah, he does not have eight. a top five. That's crazy. Yep. Okay. Um. So Mike. Four. Wait. So Mike's four. Uh, Celtics. Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum. Uh, again, a very accomplished duo. Might not be the best fit, but both very, very talented and have shown that they can win together as the two best players. Uh, yeah, Game 7 Conference Finals should have won. Well, like, shouldn't have won that game specifically, but should have won the series. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I, uh, I have Tatum and Brown uh, fourth as well. Um, I don't really have anything to add there. Yeah, just like they're not exactly, you know, the most complimentary to each other, and there are a lot of doubts around them, but I think they've really persevered through that just by, you know, success. Mike? Number three? 
for me, all right? Uh, uh, all right. Yeah, it's my yes, third. Yes. yes. All right. Back on my bullshit. Um, Luca and Kyrie, number three. I know. Back on it. And once again, once again, I will be picking. I will be no picking Luca. Yes. Once again. Calm down. If Kyrie, if Kyrie can get his his mentals right. Oh, Kyrie, oh, oh Kyrie can get if, his mind straight. The if biggest Kyrie, if in the history of if this Kyrie world. Kyrie can get his mind straight. That's such a load of shit. As as who stopped, uh, who stopped in that in the in the first rotation? That's it's too they good. didn't make the playoffs. His his mind wasn't there. <laughs> right, that's what where it was it. My, what what went know. on? What could have gone better for him last? Like what happened Conspiracy last year? Storms or something. Yeah. As celebrity like, chef Gino DeCampo once said, if my grandmother had wheels, then she would she be, a, be bike. a bike. <laughs> okay. Mike. If, if Kyrie Irving's mental was there, then okay, yeah, he's fucking top He'd one. He'd be an effective basketball <laughs> player. Um, I think. Win the championship. I, God, I might have to put a future on the on the Mavs to win the West. Oh my God! Um, do it. I told you I'm back on my bullshit. I told you I I prefaced I prefaced this with I'm being back on my bullshit. Right? They are in my book, newly my... opened book only for that bet. You? Yeah. All right. By plus like <laughs> plus big money. Whatever odds you want. Like. Number three. Yeah, and then I, I want to hear where you have Luca and Kyrie as well. <laughs> he doesn't. Uh, <laughs> I, I only put fourteen teams. Down. They're not in your top fourteen. That's that's fucked up. That's that's rude. They didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, they are not in my top ten. But it's still a I duo. They're still a duo. <clears throat> okay, no, uh, don't have them listed. Na, and I did fourteen teams. Uh, Number three for me is the Suns. Um, All right. Devin Booker and uh, Katie, obviously. Uh, I was still, I was really close between them and the Bucks, so I was just, it's that that one's tough because they're both a little bit unproven, but I just feel like the Bucks have a little bit more upside, so. So that's a right. question. You're yeah. the biggest KD guy. I think I honestly know. Like, I don't think I know someone who respects uh, KD as a basketball no. player more than you. And you're not. We're talking duos. <laughs> so Devin Booker doesn't do it for you. He's not moving the needle for you, huh? One of them's mm-hmm. got a ring. One of them's got a ring. Okay. Uh, my number three. This is probably my most controversial pick. Is Steph Curry and Draymond Green? Oh my God! That Steph might Curry, be based on Mike's. Why did you choose Draymond? Like, because what? I don't know. It's not like Curry and Clay Thompson play so well together, like that they complement each other and shit. They both can they do shoot have a nickname. They, they do have sure. a nickname. Sure, I'm still taking Steph and Draymond Green. Their stupid little dribble handoff thing, and like. What do you mean they don't complement each other? Curry, <laughs> Curry they do. They God. do complement each other. What are you talking about? They do the same thing. It's like sure, Curry can no. kick it out to Clay in the corner. Great. There's the the Steph and Draymond pick and roll is still one of the most effective. You think offenses. kicking it out to a guy in the corner is less important than having the guy who can come step in front of the defender? <laughs> like. Expensive Draymond backpack. Use, like, what are we doing? Expensive backpack. No, okay. Draymond Green. Look, I don't like Draymond Green. Okay, like as a person, but Draymond Green was a damn near Defensive Player of the Year last year. Like he was that good on defense. And how close? How many clearly, votes did he get? I, he had some votes. I don't know how many. Two to three. But <laughs> I, you know. I'm like I think he's he 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 Damn was near. that good defensively and like 
Yes, the the short pick and roll where Draymond Green catches the ball going downhill at the free throw line and can make decisions on that team and the the way he pushes the pace on that team and like the the he was brutal creativity. What are we talking about with Steph Curry? Exactly, Draymond Green. He was Steph brutal Merchant. offensively. Okay, Steph was... Merchant. All right, like. It doesn't matter. What, what, how... what decisions is he making? Like he he wasn't very good at offense. Sam, I don't know he's, what team we're looking at. He's here, he's but... like the second yeah. main playmaker on that team. He's a distributor. Like we got three teams left. Who you have how... named? Who I am <laughs> surprised weren't in your top five. I'm just saying this. That is still one of the most effective offenses in the NBA. All right, before we move on from this, and that's my number three. So, last year he averaged eight, seven, and six. So, uh, I'm just I'm just curious where all this creativity is coming from offensively. Wait, Mike, he's getting six assists. Six assists is a lot of assists for a power forward, okay? And, like, if you split the... You it's know, seven rebounds sure, a lot. It's fucking, <laughs> fucking, like, Trey Young can get ten assists by, like, doing his thing and, and dribbling down the, the floor and, like, kicking it out and, like, trying to do everything himself. But the reality with the Golden State Warriors is that the assists are split between Steph and Draymond. And like that is has been an incredibly effective way to play basketball, and it continues to be heading into next season. Listen, I'm just it's like to also say that more he's than like, assists. The the, the that, way they play is goes through Draymond Green. That is, like the the pace in which they play, and like sure sometimes it can get a little out of hand. Like he he makes some pretty crazy passes sometimes. But the Steph Curry, Draymond Green, dribble handoff, short pick and roll is still one of the best offenses in the NBA, and it will remain to be that way until they fucking retire. And okay, that's so my piece. if you if you if you if you uh, remove Steph from the situation and put any other like shoot shooting first point guard in, in there, uh, is Draymond as effective or no? You no. Think? He's okay, uh, the so most it's more, effective. It's more of a with... Steph thing. It's more of a Steph thing than a Draymond. Draymond thing Steph Mike. Merchant. Absolutely, but the Warriors Draymond Merchants. That's how I feel about it. Ninety-five and five still adds up to a hundred, Mike. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, you guys. Uh, me too. On that one. Uh, number two. Um, we're going Murray and Jokic at my number two. Mm. Um, Jamal Murray. Uh, um, I mean, like I don't know. I feel like it's hard. It's just last year speaks for itself in general. Uh, Jamal Murray had a great kind of bounce back year. Uh, Jokic is, was clearly the best player in the back half of the season, um, and I think that they are. A, they literally just won the championship leading into this upcoming year. It's hard to say they're not at least a top five duo. Yeah, I'm guessing you guys probably either had a two or one as well. Yeah, sure. Yeah, my number two is Bucks. I explained it a little last round, but yes, tremendous upside. Uh, Giannis has shown that he can do it surrounded by worse players. So, yeah, I had a hard time putting them on my list because it's just like you don't know. It's like I haven't seen it, so I, I don't know yet. So, yeah, have some balls. <laughs> That's all I got. Well, Mike, they're number one for you, no? No. Oh no. Okay. They're not top five. Um. Yeah, number two is uh, Dame and and uh, Giannis for me. I think. Uh, Giannis has always played with Drew Holiday, who, um, you know, like, is a good shooter, but, like, pull-up shooters, there's, it's really just Dame and Steph, and there's not many other people. There's also, like, two other guys you could have said would have been the duo on that team besides Drew, and now it's, like, 
Yeah, I'm just talking strictly about the pick and roll. And so, you know, defenders could go under on the under the screen on the Giannis pick and obviously mm-hmm. it's like you know you want to you want to do your darndest to stop Giannis from getting to the rim now it's a lot harder to go under the the screen and build a wall at the rim um and it's going to be a lot of fun to watch that's all I got and number one I'm just gonna go is uh Jokic and Murray for me um yeah not much to say complement yeah. each other perfectly best offense in the league yeah like same yeah 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 uh my number one is actually and who i already do have a future on to win the west uh kevin durant and devin booker oh okay um yeah i'm i'm excited to see uh kevin durant really finally find a place where he feels like home you know uh, he's really been looking for a place to stay and really grow as a basketball player for a while. And I think he yeah. finally found that spot in Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know. I just think Devin – I also have just a really big Devin Booker fan. Uh, I think that he – even since he's got there, he has just been like – well, I guess when he got there quietly, one of the best scorers in the league. But now it's not as quiet. I just think it's going to be really hard to stop those two offensively. Fun fact I heard today. Since that 2021 finals run um, against the Bucks, one player has stayed from the team. Isn't that crazy? Devin Booker. Yeah. One player. Yeah. It's like from, the Celtics are finals like team. Celtics won from how what finals. Like I think it's only Jason Tatum and Jalen Brown left, right? From their finals Last team. Year? From, from no, uh, two years, years ago, from the Warriors. Oh God, is that the? I, no, Horford's there. It might be the original. Al's, yeah, the original or the uh, original conference final. It's like four or five years ago. Oh, when they were before, when they were playing when they, they made yeah. it when they lost to LeBron. Um, before they traded to uh, traded okay. for Horford. Um, yeah, honorable mentions. Uh, yeah, let's uh, let's do it. One, should should we just do the list and then see what sticks out? Sure. Uh, like, yeah, you know, uh, CP3 and Steph Curry, um, <laughs> Zach Levine, Demar Derozan, Demar Derozan and Nikola Vucevic, Nikola Vucevic and Zach Levine. Uh, those are my my next my next few coming off the list. Just didn't make the didn't make the cut for me personally. Got it. Mm-hmm. Um, so you want me to read six through fourteen? Bam and Jimmy were like my one, my one big, big one. I kind of was mm-hmm. leaving off. Uh, six, I had Kings. The ones that just missed it were Kings, Seventy uh, Sixers, Tyrese Maxey and Embiid, mm-hmm. uh, Lakers, Warriors, Wolves. Who'd you have on the Warriors? Clay and Steph. You guys yeah, it doesn't so really matter who you play. <laughs> Dude, they're literally the Spash Bros. <laughs> Draymond's not a fucking like. Come on, get Draymond's clown ass out of here. Uh, Wolves, Knicks. Wait, what were Wolves? What the, Wolves? The, the Twin Towers. Number ten. Uh, Carl Anthony Towns and Anthony Edwards or Jaden maybe. Uh, and God, if he's still uh, in, <clears throat> he's still in FIBA form, watch out West. Yeah, seriously, both of them. Mm-hmm. Uh, Knicks, Heat, Clippers. Magic question mark. Mm. Paolo and Franz. Wagner and Paolo. Or, or Wagner and Wagner. <laughs> Sorry, we're just missing duos. Yeah, maybe the Wagner bros. No one from Charlotte, like? Uh, <laughs> likely duo to get fucking arrested. The state of Charlotte. Or state of North Carolina. <laughs> um, okay. Number six was KD and Booker for me. Um, I you know I love both of them, uh, but I thought that given the track record of Tatum and Brown, and then the way the rest of my top five comments or complements each other, just missed the the top five. Jimmy and Bam number seven. Um, we haven't talked about Kawhi and Paul George. 
Uh, I, yeah. I know, dude. It's like such Perfect. eye roll. Like sick of it. I'm sick yeah, of it. So sick of it. Like I the 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 reason I just have them in my top ten is that like I don't know. Kawhi looked really 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 good until of course he got injured um against the suns and then they lost and paul george wasn't there to begin with um so it's ridiculous you know it's ridiculous but i I like both of those players individually and i think they're both really good when they're healthy but again if my grandmother like like you said right (laughs) paul george twitter thing going on right now this is like what? what? Litter? A huge Paul George like Twitter obsession kind of coming out of nowhere right now where people are like, Paul George has not gotten his due. Like, I'm, Oh, dude, I've been seeing yeah, that. I'm like, what are we yeah, talking about? It's kind of like a Paul George correction campaign right now, just hmm. completely undeserved. If Paul George Keep an eye shatters on his leg, it yeah, it's, different. It's like he's got the cleanest, like, just keep an eye on it. Yeah, people people really he's, like he might his game aesthetically. People like his um, game in theory, like and honestly, uh, I don't know. I also <laughs> yeah. like I also like Paul George's game aesthetically. Yeah, he's a really good player. I like, liked um, Paul George's game when he used to everyone play. Everyone knows why. Yeah, when, when, when he, he actually did. <laughs> um, number nine, Fox and Sabonis. Uh, number ten, Anton Cat. Um. And then, yeah, that's all I have. Uh, it's really debating. the Cavs, you could toss in a couple. Garland and uh, Garland and Mitchell. I just Mobley think they're small. And, and bold. Mobley and Mitchell, bulldozerable. you know. Mobley. Small. Um, um, J- I, 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 did <laughs> I don't know. Ja and Jaron Jackson I thought about as well. Uh, but They didn't get the top ten for you? No, I just like I don't know. I th- I thought that the like it this seems is harsh. obviously recency bias, but I was yeah. like, God, like Jaron Jackson, like stability, like, availability, NBA. Yeah, um, suspended, suspended jaw, and I didn't take his false gun. DPOY. Yeah, I had I had the Celtics at uh, my seven. Also, that 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 oh. at my seven. He can't dribble with his left hand. I don't know. He had a <laughs> I don't know Neither. what he would do. He can't dribble with his left hand. Like, Neither can you, bro. <laughs> no, but I'm not in the NBA. <laughs> I mean, how quickly? Like, obviously, that was probably a criticism for people who watched him constantly. But, like, you couldn't have found a more quickly formed narrative about a guy who's playing in the conference finals than that. Like, I mean, it just became so, so evident that <laughs> he can't dribble with his left hand. <laughs> like it just became, yeah. this is the most clear thing in the world. He is, he is Duncan Robinson picket pickpocketing him. Like that's, you can't let that happen. Yeah. He just, that's insane. Um, he did not beat those can't dribble allegations. <laughs> yeah. Um, and I don't think he he's guilty will next year. No, he's guilty. <laughs> yes. Um, all right. Let's uh so we did go a little over again, sorry. <laughs> but sorry, there's a lot to lot to chat about. Um Ike, you wanna wrap us up? You got anything, Mike? Um uh, let's just end it there. The net- let's just end it there. Let's just end it there. Sam, let's wrap it up, huh? Okay. 